Welcome to episode 47 of the Cue the Duck Boats podcast. Today we are very lucky, lucky to be joined by Mark McLaughlin of the Providence Bruins. How are you doing today, Mark? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on, guys. Awesome. Glad to have you here. Kevy, how are you doing today over in Nantucket? Is it cold and cold and rainy? Oh, cold, rain, windy. It's like 25 degrees. Yeah. It's awful. It might be paradise in the summer, but in the wintertime, it's surely not. Oh, it's sure. hell. Sweet yeah. Hell. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. But uh, we're glad to have you on, Mark. We just kind of want to get into some things about your hockey career, obviously. Um, quickly becoming a fan favorite, I think, in Boston for out of any of the prospects, for sure. That's got to be pretty cool. But let, let's kick it back to the start. Like, what made you start playing hockey other than, I guess, it just being a part of Massachusetts culture? Yeah, obviously, hockey's really big in Mass. But um, so my dad played hockey growing up. Um, and then my siblings played as well. My brother and sister played. So basically from a young age, I was, I was picking up the stick and, and started playing, uh, like as soon as I could walk, I was starting to skate. So, um, yeah, so family definitely got me into it, but, um, just as it went, just loved the game and loved playing and playing Bill Rick and Mites and then up to minimum flames and Providence capitals, a bunch of different youth teams that. We had a uh, we had a lot of a lot of fun with those groups. So, um, but definitely the family is what got me into it, and definitely got me hooked. Minimum Flames. Did you play out of the Marlboro Rink, the one with the eight rinks in it? Yeah, yeah, all the yeah. time. New England Sports Center. Yeah, New England Sports. That was I just I remember as a kid that was my favorite tournament. We would always go up and play in Marlboro. We'd get there and just be in the hotel and that rink. I remember the first time walking in there as a kid, and you're just like, oh my god. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome there. There's so many, so many great games there, and Providence Bruins actually played there probably. Yeah, years ago, right during COVID. Yeah, during COVID, that was. If you think about it though, like that's the best, that's the best smaller rink around, like in this area. It just makes sense. Yeah, rink one, rink one is legendary. Yeah, have you? I wonder if you have you been in the new rink that they just built or they just kind of redid in North Attleboro. Um, I don't know if I have. I don't know if I've been over there. Their rink one is so there. It's three rinks, and their rink one they put in like stadium seating, and they put in like a mini jumbotron. It's pretty cool, like, especially oh, no. I think there's a, I don't know what level it is. I think this is an SPHL team playing out of there, okay. and they we had like a U8 game the other day, and the kids were just enamored, like skating out, looking up at the at the scoreboard. It was pretty cool. Yeah, that must make the experience fun for the for the kids seeing a jumbotron. Yeah, definitely. So you talked a lot about like, your family getting you into hockey. Who was like your biggest inspiration growing up? Um, I mean, my family as a whole um, really had a big impact on me. Um, I'll talk. I'll talk about my brother a bit because he. I grew up like he was. He's um, around eight years older than me, so I grew up idolizing him, watching him play. Played for Junior Bruins. Uh, played Division Three at Wentworth. Um, so just growing up watching him. Um, kind of learning the game through how he plays and kind of modeling my game after how he plays the right way and plays hard. Um, so I think he was a huge inspiration on on uh, kind of how I play the game and how I carry myself for sure. Yeah, that makes complete sense, obviously. Like having someone directly to look, over, look up to who's close to your age but not quite that close, that's pretty – yeah, yeah. that would be pretty cool. Who was your who was your favorite player growing up? Was it a Bruin? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. John, that's a that's an easy question. Yeah, I know that was a, that was a softball. <laughs> that was a softball <laughs> for you. Yeah, so being here, I grew up the biggest Bruins fan. My dad's the biggest Bruins fan. Doesn't miss doesn't miss a single game. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I always always loved uh, Bergeron. I played center most of my life, playing wing now a little bit. But um, yeah, just the way he plays, he plays hard, he plays the right way. 200 foot game but what what's not to like so um he's definitely someone i looked up to and was my favorite player for sure so what was that feeling like was it the first hard? time yeah <laughs> you stepped out you stepped foot on the ice with bergeron yeah honestly it was it's kind of funny because like during the summer you know when it's, it all starts winding down and and you know you're not in the thick of it you're like wow 
that's pretty special that I got that opportunity and, um, you know, I was playing aside all those unbelievable guys. But um, I feel like in the moment you're kind of just like, I'm just ultra focused. I was trying to help the yeah. just trying to do my best. So I, I feel like it didn't really sink in until this summer that I kind of noticed. I was like, wow, that was pretty special. You got to think too, like at this point, there's been a lot of guys from Mass who have came and played for the Bruins in Bergeron's time there. And I mean, I grew up in Rhode Island. My favorite player growing up was also Patrice Bergeron. So it was 90% of us, right? So it's like right. the the ones who make it to Boston like that, he, he has to be used to the fact that he is more than just a hockey player in a lot of ways to a lot of guys. So like yeah. he, he knows that, obviously. Yeah, it was cool. I mean, it's it was cool to kind of see an inside look at it and, you know, uh, get a view of his leadership and how he carries himself and, you know, his presence is, is huge in the locker room and, you know, he always has the right things to say and he's the first one in in the mornings uh, showing up to practice. It's, you know, he's just the ultimate team guy and ultimate leader. So that was pretty cool to see, like, because everyone talks about it, but to see it firsthand is, you know, it's, it lives up to all the, all the stuff that you see that about him being a great leader. So that's awesome. Yeah. Kick it back a bit. Do you ever look back and like realize how lucky you were to like grow up in mass in Rhode in the Rhode Island mass area for like the talent level of hockey? And do you think that helped get you to where you are now? Like if you look at where you played as a kid, you didn't really have to leave this area until you went to the USHL because how much hockey talent there was. And like, I think that, people outside of the New England area kind of miss like how good mass and Rhode Island hockey is in a way. Yeah. I mean, that's huge. Like you grow up with, you know, competitive practices playing against guys that are, you know, love the game and, and want to get better and are, are really good hockey players. And it ultimately makes you better. So, and great coaching too. Is yeah. In mass and New England has. Um, so, I, I mean, me and Mike Callahan plays, on Providence yeah. Bruins, yeah. we're uh, we're actually roommates now, but um, but him and I grew up playing youth hockey together. Um, you know, Mike Hardman plays has played in NHL, AHL, um, was on our Providence Capitals team. Um, like a numerous amount of Division One college guys came out of that, so it was like a, the '99 age group was was so talented, and there's yeah. other guys too that are in the NHL, and um, you know, just getting to be able to play if you're playing against or you're playing with, with them. It's, it's that competitiveness that, you know, mass hockey has really been elite, um, you know, for, for a while now. So I think that's huge. And, um, but the biggest thing is like practices. It's, I feel like being able to compete against those kids, like what, and have that and kind of develop that, you know, desire to compete and, and push each other is kind of what makes you love the game. And um, that was great for, for when I was young. Yeah. I mean, I see it now. Right. So I coach at a like might a level, which is so young. Right. But they're already, so Providence Capitals has became Providence hockey club. Yeah. We already have kids from my team getting like picked, like they're just getting like picked off to go play there now, like such a yeah. young age and things like that. So I have my qualms with them because they keep taking my star players, <laughs> but at the same time, it's, it's obviously great for those kids to go play at that level. And like, that's, you know, what I tell their parents and things like that. But the, it's just, even like Mass and Rhode Island, I don't know if you know this, we're like the only two states left in the United States that have full ice hockey at the eight-year-old level. And when I've sat in like the coaching meetings, there are people, coaches from other parts of the country, like Washington and things like that, they don't, they can't fathom it. And they just don't realize that even at the U8 level, it's so competitive. Like it's, it's full ice hockey where these kids are breaking the puck out of their zone and they're running power plays and they, there's two refs and there's just, there's no way not to be because exactly what you said, it's just so competitive in this area from like a young age. Yeah. I mean, there's so many good teams. Like we had, um, you know, Jack Rathbone, um, Aiden McDonough, like all those guys were playing on other teams. Yeah. And exactly. There's, there's, you know, other high caliber players that are playing, you know, closer to home or whatever it might be for another program. And, you know, it just makes us that much better. Definitely. So what went to your decision to leave Cushing and go into the USHL? Um, 
Yeah, that was a hard decision because, you know, you want to do your senior year coaching and, yeah. you know, a lot of friends there and the fam- familiarity of it. Um, but ultimately, I, I felt like, and I've kind of had this as I went on with my hockey career. So you want to, when you're dominating and, um, you know, you're playing well, it's it's time to move to another level. Yeah, which you were. You, you had 43 be, points in 33 games. What's that? Was, which you were. You had 43 points in 33 games at that point. Yeah, so I felt I felt like I needed another, you know, challenge and um, to take that next step. So uh, we went to the USHL, and um, and that was great. I love Cedar Rapids. Coach Carlson was one of the best coaches I've had. Um, and then same thing for going to college too. It's I ended up I was supposed to go in as a true freshman, but felt like I wasn't dominating yet. That I needed another year to develop and get my game in the right place. Um, so I did another year and. It, Worked out great, got a lot better, and then went into school more ready, I felt like. So, um, so yeah, that was kind of the, the journey there. Definitely makes complete sense. I mean, you, you see it more and more. I, I don't think that it's ever a bad idea to give yourself another year if you're not. And then if you're not quite ready, it's, it's good to stay, you know. I think I agree with both sides of that. Just perfect segue you gave us there. How did you choose BC? Did you have other hockey schools that you were deciding with? through yeah yeah um i was looking mainly at hockey schools um i really wanted to play in the bean pot uh you know growing up as a local kid it's it's, you know hard to turn that down and then uh the education was a big part of it too bc is an amazing school um so it's very fortunate to have gotten that as well and been able to graduate this past uh this past spring so um but yeah, it's it's hard when you get a call from legendary coach York. It's that's hard to turn down. And um, you know, I always looked up to BC and wanted to go there. So um, you know, it all fell into place. And I was so glad that I made that decision. It's like you have our questions that we came up with in front of you. It's like you're giving us as easy as segues. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. So back to Coach York. Um, do you have a good Jerry York story since you were his last captain and everything, which is a huge honor. Do you have a crazy story for us any, or any, any good story? Anything. You, you played anything. four years for him. There has to be one, right. That you can tell it has to be pretty good. Yeah. There's a uh, the spot. There's a, yeah. I'll try to think of one. I mean, there's so many great, great moments. The, the thing about coach York was he was so much like, he was like teaching us life lessons while we're, you know, learning the game of hockey and, you know, playing and practicing and, and whatever. But like, he would always be like, he would make sure you like doing your schoolwork, you're doing this and checking in with your family. Like he's just like the nicest, like down to earth human being. And he's like the best mentor you could possibly have. Um, I've told this story before and on, uh, with, on one of the Bruins, uh, Nesson or something like that. But, uh, when he um, he brought the custodian in to like recognize all the work that he's been doing for like uh, picking up their trash or whatever at night and a guy that we would never meet, but like he brought him in just to make sure he felt like he was part of it and like that we, you know, recognize the work that he's doing and appreciate it. And it was just, it's just cool. Like he thinks of everything and he's just the nicest person, like to think outside the box like that and, to make sure everyone's like feels appreciated and like the work that they're doing matters. It's just like, he was great at building a team. So that, that was pretty cool to see. I thought that was a great, great little story. No. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's, yeah. that shows the character of someone and just how they're, he's instilling that character on you guys, which makes you better people and better hockey players. So yeah. that's definitely, I mean, you could tell that's his goal. That's why he's, I would say the most storied hockey coach in college hockey history really i mean he is at least for people who grew up in this area like he's by yeah. far the most yeah. storied yeah. coach yeah. give me one more from bc what was your most memorable season at boston at bc i looked through kind of the years i mean your sophomore year you guys were pretty much a wagon of nhl talent like yeah. yourself included you guys had new hook boldy hellas and knight there's even more guys in there who are gonna play in the nhl or have played games it's just that team was so good like looking at it 
Yeah. Um, sophomore, junior year were our best years. Um, sophomore year, honestly, we, we had a lot of uh, – we had, I think, 12 seniors that year. Yeah. So we had a lot of older guys. I, I felt like our team was really well-rounded. We had a lot of, like, solid defensive guys. We had, you know, that young freshman group, Boldy, Newhook, Hardman. We had Spencer Knight. Yeah. We had solid decor. We had, we had like, everything. Yeah. COVID hit, which uh, – Exactly. Disappointing is what it is. But um, that year was so fun. I thought we were just – we were clicking at the right time, coming down the stretch. Um but uh, so it was kind of unfortunate. We never got to see that through and see what that team was made of. But, um, but yeah, junior year was awesome too, like battling the elements of COVID. And um, I thought we, you know, had a great season, just didn't end up working out in the end, but it, it's, it was great. We had such a great core, like all those, like Boldy Newhook, Spencer Knight, yeah. Hardman, Hutsko, Giles and McBain, like all those yeah, guys ridiculous group of guys awesome. that was there. Yeah, this is just an incredible group. Just such such a fun group to be around. Every day coming to the rink, we were all pushing each other. We were having a blast doing it at the same time. So, um, and it's awesome seeing those guys have success now. Boldy's been been killing it lately. Had a great night last night. Um, so keeping in touch with those guys is yeah great. Calling them every now and then. So it's great. We, we went to the game in Boston against Minnesota this year where we scored two and it yeah. was just so we were right behind the net and so many Bruins fans were just cheering for him, but like nah, it was so it was such <laughs> like a it was such a like funny watching guys like cheer for him, but then yeah. like try not to, but then were it's just it was funny because yeah. I mean obviously like we went like, to his first NHL there. game that it was in it was at the garden. Yep. Two years yep. and he scored. And we were up in the our whole BC team had a box and we were like going crazy up there yeah. uh, rude against the Bruins but yeah yeah you have to for that, your was, prior. that was prior to signing. yeah signing exactly exactly <laughs> don't want anyone to jump on you yeah <laughs> so we're gonna segue right into like, your Olympic career um so at what point did you know there's a chance you were going to be a U.S. Olympian honestly it never really crossed my mind um you know well, until like the very, very end when I was hearing rumblings that I might have a chance of making it. And I was like, wow, what? Yeah. I didn't really try to get my hopes up. We're in the middle of the BC season. I was, you know, ultra focused on that. And, um, and then, yeah, it's it. Like it came to fruition. It was crazy. Like I couldn't, I honestly couldn't believe it. I called my family right away. It's like, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm going to China. <laughs> I'm going to China. Exactly, yeah, right? pretty, pretty surreal. And um, that's, I mean, that's an experience you can never get back. And we were just so honored, honored to have that chance and go over there. And, you know, it didn't end up working out how we wanted it to, but we had a great team. It was fun to watch. It was really fun, fun to watch. watch. That was, that's another team that's really, was really fun to watch. Yeah. A lot of skill, a um, lot of speed. So, but yeah, just getting to see other events was one of the coolest things ever. Like going to, um, you know, the ski like half pipe and yeah. um, snowboarding stuff. We went to curling, f- figure skating, speed skating. Um, yeah, so cool. Yeah, it was so cool. It was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I had an absolute blast there. Did you get to meet Sean White? I did. Yeah, I That's gave him awesome. a fist bump. That's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, ceremonies. We took like a big team photo with him. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. What was it just yeah, what was it like to put that jersey on for the first time and just be like, was that when it hit you or did it hit you before? Like was there like um, a moment where you were there and you were like, Oh my god, like I'm really here? Opening ceremonies. Yeah. Yeah. Walking, walking out with the Olympic rings hanging from uh from the top of the stadium and the music yeah. playing and you know, announcing the United States is that was like wow. I yeah. can't I can't believe I have this opportunity. It's you know, just try to make the absolute most of it. So, um, so cool. yeah, putting the jersey on was so special too. I I had ever, another like crazy thing is that I had never worn a USA jersey before. I'd never made a USA team. I was gonna ask you that because I looked through. I, I was, yeah, so absolutely. that was the first times the Olympics. It's like hey, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it was absolutely crazy. Like, I'm, you know, dying to get a chance to represent our country and 
<laughs> for it to be in the Olympics is not what I was expecting. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that was really, that was really cool. It was, it was pretty surreal. Like I said. Yeah. I mean, that's something you'll have forever. Like that's, there's just no, like no one can ever take that away. Like you're a U.S. Olympian forever. It's pretty, pretty freaking cool. Yeah. You know? it's, it's just awesome to see like all the college guys get that opportunity. Yeah. It's I, not what everyone expected. Everyone, you know, the last, last one, they kind of went with a couple of college guys. So, yeah. um, but yeah, was, I mean, we had a great team. So to me, like if you're not going to have the NHL guys, it makes it a hundred times more fun to watch with college guys. And the talent level is just so high. So like, you're not like, it's just, it was so much more fun to watch than the one before. Like to me, at least I just, I enjoyed yeah. it a lot. Yeah, I mean, all those guys, like most of the guys are playing and playing pro hockey already now. They're yeah. playing NHL or AHL already and doing really well. So, um, yeah, it's it's definitely it was a great group, a really talented group. Yeah. Would you ever take a vacation back to China? <laughs> um, I don't know if that's on the bucket list right now. <laughs> uh, maybe down the road. We'll see. <laughs> What's your bucket list vacation spot? Uh, so my family, we went to, uh, uh, us Virgin Islands last, last summer, uh, nice. St. John's. Yeah. It's beautiful there. It's, that's one of our favorite spots to go. I'm a big, I'm a big St. Martin guy. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I like St. Martin. St. Yeah. Martin's fun. I haven't been there, but yeah, I heard that's awesome. Yeah. You have the half Dutch and then half French. So yeah, a little, little mixture of everything down there. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, that sounds cool. How so? I mean, I don't even. It's like I don't know if I really even have to ask you this, like why you signed with Boston. But how cool is it to have the opportunity to sign with the Boston Bruins? Yeah, like when you when you knew that you had a chance, was it just like oh my god, like that was your only option, right? At that point, like if you yeah. if you get all these contracts, but you have the Bruins, a mask kid, it must be yeah, very hard to turn, very hard hard to turn that down for sure. You know, dreams about. You know, you dream about playing the NHL, but like you see yourself wearing the Bruins jersey, you know, as a kid and, you know, all growing up. So, um, you know, like everything happens for a reason too. to go back to it. Like you're so aggravated and, and frustrated that you don't get drafted. And then, yeah. you know, you, you know, you don't self or whatever. You just keep working and stick to the game plan and, you know, believe in yourself. And, you know, so it ended up working out great because then I could sign, you know, where I wanted coming out of school as a free agent and, you know, there's no turning down Boston for sure. So, uh, you know, stars aligned and it worked out great. I think that's a great message too, for kids. It's like, you didn't get drafted and instead of being sulking, you went out and was almost a point per game player was a point per game player then almost a point per game player in hockey East. And then went and got to sign with the Boston Bruins. So that's kind of a ring endorsement of just keep your head down and keep working and you can still make your dream come true. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's a huge, huge message. Even like, no matter where you go to, it's like, you know, you gotta keep that same mindset that, you know, you're never out of it. You're, you know, you just believe in yourself and just keep working hard. It can get you a lot of places. Definitely. All right. The big question to that first goal you scored, which is a beautiful goal. Have you ever had a better rush than when you scored that? No, I honestly, I don't, yeah, there's no way. Uh, you know, I couldn't have wrote it up any better. This is an amazing pass by by Freddie too, but uh, but yeah, that was fun to be a part of like an eight to one game too in your first yeah. NHL game. Like that could that was amazing because that's like no, you know, you're playing loose, you just out there, you know. Uh, you're not worried about blowing the game (laughs) yeah you don't have to think as much you're just playing like how you can play you're not like stressed out and whatever so um yeah that was that that was awesome that was i've said it a bunch but the coolest part was that i was it was a home game and it was in boston that i got to share with everyone that helped me get to where where i was you know so it was my whole family and friends my you know, people from my hometown, my teammates from every step of the way, all the way up, you know. So it's like all my BC teammates. So it was like, yeah, couldn't have drew it up any better because I was like, I was immediately thinking of them because it's, you know, they helped me get there and to share it with them was so cool. Yeah, it's like life finally came full circle. You're yeah. right there. Every kid's yeah. dream 
yeah. it's hard not to like look at the moments you've had already like early in your career and be like well this is you've had some pretty pretty sick moments so far like i'm sure there's gonna be a lot more but there's been some cool ones right like that the olympics just always i mean being on such a good bc team being the captain of boston college i mean jerry york retired after you right like you were his last captain did you guys know he was retiring like earlier than everyone else uh maybe like a tech like the day of oh yeah okay so not really yeah yeah so no um yeah he sent a he sent uh sent me a text and said uh said i'm, I'm hanging up the skates <laughs> thanks for <everyone. laughs> that's right I was like reading it. I was like hanging up. I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. I couldn't believe it. Um, thanked him for everything, and, and yeah, he's such a good guy. I've been talking to him a bunch. Uh, he's gonna come out to a Providence game, so awesome. Um, yeah, he's so supportive, and you know, he's wishing me the best still. And yeah, he's he's the great. He's the best. That's awesome. All right, another one for you here. So then we'll get into some fun stuff coming kind of to the end of what we have here for you. But after training camp. Myself included, a lot of Bruins fans. We really, a lot of people thought you looked NHL ready. How does it feel to know that you have the Bruins fan base behind you? And what are the things you're focusing on to get to that next point? Right. I mean, obviously, things in, it's amazing to be a Providence Bruin and you're doing great there, but your, your goal is to play in the NHL. So, what are the things that you're focusing on this year to get there? Yeah. I mean, your, your goal is always to be going up there and it's, yeah. Well, what can I do to get better to be there? And um, you need to view this as an opportunity and um, and just use all the resources that are here. There's, you know, an amazing coaching staff. There's, you know, I'm adjusting to my first year of professional hockey. But it's a huge difference between the schedule from college to pro. Um, so getting used to that and, you know, picking the brains of uh, older veterans that have a ton of experience, like, Chris Wagner and, you know, Connor Carrick, Mike Riley's here. Um, You know, so it's, it's all an opportunity to get better. And I've been trying to work on different aspects of my game that I know, um, you know, would get me to be an NHL player. So um, just working on, you know, my skating and, you know, just making sure I'm playing in like a very, low risk game and not making too many mistakes and, you know, managing the game the right way um, and being more physical. And so stuff like that, I've been trying to uh, work into my game for sure. Definitely. Yeah. It was a great answer. Right. It's all, I mean, just keep on grinding, right. It's, it's yeah. what you've done your whole career. So you just got to keep doing it. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. You got to keep at it and um grind away absolutely it's it's uh it's been great down here it's a ton of fun because like i was saying earlier it's awesome that we have so many young guys it's almost like you're back in college again a bit yeah it's, um everyone's around your age and um it's been a really fun group there's so much skill so much so much team speed so um it's been a great group to be a part of and we're having so much team success because exactly. we're you know, really gelling together i feel like it was a lot of you know, uh, camaraderie within the group and the locker room. So uh, that makes it fun to show up to the rink every day and go to work. Awesome. So under the fun stuff, get to know a little more about you away from hockey. Um, what's your favorite thing to do away from the ink? Oh, that, the rink. Uh, <laughs> the ink. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would say away from the rink, I've, I've been getting into golf even though I'm not good at all. Yeah, yeah I'm actually really bad, but <laughs> I've been getting, I've been getting better. It's fun. To What's the handicap? Me. What's the handicap? I don't even have a handicap. Just like, <laughs> break it. I'm starting to break a hundred and I'm happy about it. Oh, you're getting there. Oh, that's, a, that's the first step. Right. So um, it's been, uh, I've been doing a lot of that with, with, you know, former teammates and, the PC guys and this and that hometown friends. So that's been, a, that's been a ton of fun. Um, my family's really big into uh, just being outdoors, hiking, camping. Um, so we do a lot of that, go up to the white mountains a lot. Awesome. Um, yeah. Go on some good hikes. So that's, uh, that's been something that's been a part of my life for a while. And it's a ton of fun to get outside and do that. Have who's you the, gotten out on any of the, Oh, you can go Kev. Sorry. I was a, uh, who's the best golfer on the P Bruins? 
I think it's Justin Brazo. Yeah, he can he's, hammer the ball. He's you know six eight, <laughs> smokes the thing. So, um, and he's got he's got the soft hands too. So he's got to mix it both. Um, yeah, he's really it's good. the deadly combo. Yeah, we were teamed up together because I'm I'm bad. So, <laughs> good player. Have you gotten out on any of the courses in Rhode Island? No, I actually haven't. I guess it's it's hard now. I guess you won't now, right? Everything's pretty yeah. Just I normally do it during the summer, and then yeah, exactly. It's off as you start getting prepared before the season starts. So for sure, it's pretty much. I mean, golf season's over anyway. What's yeah. your um? I'm obviously local. What's your favorite restaurant in Providence? Where do you guys like? Where do you go for your favorite meal in Prov? Um. So. There's a place called Circe that's really good um, downtown and uh, Andino's. Is a, Andino's is my spot. Andino's is my favorite for sure. Yeah. Chicken parm with the pink sauce is really good. So good. So good. So I used to work right over there. So I would just walk there for lunch all the time and just sit at the bar and just, I would just be like me and three old Italian guys. And I would just sit there with them and just talk. And I would just listen to their stories and just eat my chicken parm. It was, yeah. Andino's is definitely one of the best spots. Great spot. Yeah. For sure. Who's the best dress on the P Bruins? Johnny Beecher said Vinny was. So that's that's the first one that came to mind. I don't want to pump his tires like that though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Vinny is though. He cares about he cares a lot about his fashion. He loves it. Uh, yeah, he cleans up well. Um, Connor Carrick has good style too. I'll, I'll give a shout out to to C's. Yeah, awesome. he, he's always uh, dressing up and looking good. Awesome. I, that's really all we had for you. I don't know if you have anything else, Kev. No, that's all I have. Hey, we're, we're so thankful for your time, man, and just good luck with everything this year. If you have anything you want to talk about or any cause or anything you want to shout out, you can feel free. If if not, we're just super thankful. Yeah, not that I can think of. Thank you so awesome. much for having me on. I appreciate it. It's a ton of fun. Thank you Thank so you. much, dude. Have good a good one. the rest of the season. Thanks, guys. Very excited to announce we have today on the Cue the Duck Boats podcast, Johnny Beecher of the Providence Bruins, drafted 30th overall in 2019 from Michigan to the Boston Bruins. How are you doing today, Johnny? I'm doing very well. How are you guys? Very good. Very good. Connor, Kev? Doing well. Glad to have you on today, Johnny. Appreciate your time. Very excited for this. Yeah, uh, we're pretty. I mean, we're, you're just for complete transparency. You're our first interview of anyone who plays professional hockey, so we're definitely super excited to have you on. And um, how's that? How's everything going this year with just the team? Like, how's it? How is it being your first year, like being a pro? Uh, it's been great. You know, we uh, we got a lot of young guys this year, and um, you know, I mean, I uh, came out to Providence at the end of the uh, Michigan season last year for a couple of weeks, and um, you know, unfortunately, we lost first round of the playoffs, but. Uh, you know, coming back this year, um, you know, a lot of new faces in the locker room and, um, you know, I mean, we got a lot of, you know, young talent and, you know, it's uh, it's been a ton of fun to come, you know, to the rink every day and, and go to work. And, um, you know, I mean, we've had a ton of success to start off. So definitely helps. Definitely. I know just awesome. to see both teams like leading the league is awesome for us as we kind of like our podcast is the whole NHL, but all three of us are Bruins fans. So it's definitely <laughs> great to see it. I'm in Rhode Island. So gotcha. definitely, yeah, definitely great to see both teams pretty dominant start the year. Absolutely. It's nice as a, a Bruins fan to see that going. Um, kind of where I want to kick it off with you, Johnny, is like your early life in hockey. How did you really get into hockey as a child? Um, I got into it because of my uh, my brother. He, uh, he was a huge hockey buff and he started playing when he was around two years old. Um, he's about three or four years older than me and um, you know, I mean, because of him, I just kind of grew up in the rink and, you know, traveling and, you know, watching him play and practice. And, um, you know, I mean, that's kind of where it all started for me. And, um, you know, I mean, to start off, I really wasn't you know, too hot on it. Um, I mean, I always enjoyed telling the story how, um, you know, when I was younger, uh, you know, I always tell my parents that the ice was just, you know, too slippery and I wanted nothing to do with it. So when I uh, turned about six, um, you know, that's kind of when I made, you know, the jump into the sport and, um, I mean, it was pretty much my whole childhood, whether it was, you know, playing knee hockey with my brother and our buddies or, you know, out playing street hockey in the summers that uh, it kind of just, you know, 
crafted who you know we were as a family and um you know, i mean i have lifelong friendships and and things that i still cherish to this day from you know growing up at that time so i have hockey to thank for a lot of it yeah it, i think that's i played my whole life too obviously like a, not at the same level in any way but just the hockey is like just a part of your life forever and i i coach now i coach a u8 team so like just seeing the seeing the kids at that age and like watching them start to fall in love with the game, it's like the same thing. Like you just see it over and over again with every kid just as they find hockey and they start to like love it. And like we just we're about to go on our first tournament and just knowing like they're all just gonna get to go wild and play knee hockey. I'm like, you guys are gonna love this. Yeah, no, I mean those are those are the best times. I mean everybody's just, you know, in the hotel together and you know, I mean I think the parents enjoy it even more than oh, you yeah. know, the players at times. But uh <laughs> no, it's uh it's a ton of fun and you know, the amount of memories that you you take away from little things like that is is unbelievable. So that's uh that's definitely a, a great time to, you know, be a hockey player. Without a doubt. Uh so growing up, uh, um who's your favorite player, like your idol, the guy you want to be growing up? I was a uh, I was a big Sidney Crosby fan growing up. Um, you know, when I was really young, uh, my parents were Buffalo Sabres fans, being an upstate New York family, and um, you know, I just kind of gravitated towards uh, Pittsburgh a bit. And um, you know, I mean, right around you know when I was starting to really get into hockey, and you know, kind of started to take off was you know at kind of the peak of their height when they were winning Stanley Cups, and you know, Crosby was just tearing through the league, and um, you know, I mean, he was just so fun to watch every night, and. Um, you know, I mean, he, you know, did so many great things for the game. And, um, so, I mean, that's just kind of, you know, how I gravitated towards them. But, um, I mean, there's just, you know, so many players, you know, I was younger watching the Sabres guys like Max Mofenigenov and, you know, Jason Bauminville and, you know, just so many names that my brother and I would, you know, look up to and, you know, pretend to be when we were, you know, playing mini sticks. So it's, uh, it's funny. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. It was either for our age group of kids, it was it was either Crosby or Ovechkin, right? Like that's mm-hmm. that was like for me. Like I grew up, I I was always a Bruins fan, but like I I loved watching Ovechkin play. That was always like my guy. So definitely can resonate with that a bit. What I, like do you remember the point where you knew like, hey, like I have a chance to play Division One. I, I have a chance to play for Team USA. Um. Yeah. You know. I think. Uh, you know. When I was younger. I just played. You know. House level hockey. Uh, right in Elmira, New York, and um, you know, obviously, I love the sport, and you know, wanted to win every time I went on the ice. But uh, you know, I mean, it was never anything you know too serious. Uh, you know, I mean, every kid's dream is to play in the NHL. But um, you know, once I turned, I think twelve or thirteen, um, I made the jump to uh, AAA hockey uh, and traveled up to Syracuse um, and played there for the Syracuse Nationals for two years, and um, you know, started gaining interest from you know D1 schools and. Um, you know, places all over the country. And, um, you know, it's it's pretty crazy, you know, to be that young and, you know, be getting offers from, you know, some of these amazing, you know, universities that, you know, you've heard stories about growing up. And um, I think that was, you know, kind of where I, you know, realized that it could definitely turn into something. Um, and then after that, ended up at uh, Salisbury Prep School out in Connecticut for a year. And, uh, you know, I'd already been talking to uh, the development program a little bit uh, up until that point. And then uh, that was the year I got my offer and, you know, went from there. So awesome. Awesome. I'm going to I'm going to toss in a fun question. And this actually came from a fan who reached out and they are, I will say, a super fan of Darla Forbert. And they wanted to know if you had the opportunity in the preseason to meet. Derek Forbert's dog, Darla. I, uh, I did not know. Um, he is a, uh, he's a great guy though. Uh, this is the first time, you know, I had met him this year and, um, you know, great guy, you know, I mean, everybody up there is, you know, amazing, you know, make you feel welcome. And, um, but no, I, uh, I did not have the pleasure of, you know, meeting his pop. So maybe someday. Maybe yeah, someday. When that one came in on Twitter today, I was like, that's a good one. I was like, I wonder like, I would assume not too many dogs around the rink, but no, that was, that was funny. Um, so going back, uh, what made you pick Michigan? Um, you know, uh, my family and I we took a long time, you know, throughout the whole college decision process. I mean, like I said, you got you know offers when you're 13, 14 years old, and I mean, at that age, you have you know no idea what you want to do with your life or you know what you're going to be like by the time you're a senior in high school. So, 
um, you know, I mean, we took our time and um, it was just, you know, at the same point where Red Berenson was on his way out and, uh, you know, we were just kind of waiting to see who was going to get that head coaching job. And then, uh, you know, Mel Pearson, um, you know, he got the job and he, uh, he actually came out to my hometown uh, with Brian Wiseman and just, you know, sat down on my deck with, uh, you know, my family and I and had a couple burgers and, um, you know, I mean, throughout the whole process, I mean, you know, you ask schools, you know, what kind of makes them stand out from everybody else. And, you know, I had asked them that question and, um, you know, they brought up the family aspect that, you know, comes along with being a Michigan Wolverine. And, you know, I mean, it's while you're there, it's when you're an alum, um, you know, I mean, the, the support there um, is, you know, second to none. Uh, I mean, whether it's staff, fans, friends, teammates, ex-teammates, um, you know, I mean, it's a really tight knit community. And, um, you know, I mean, that really meant a lot to me. Um, and then, I mean, you know, you get to Ann Arbor, it's a you know, gorgeous campus, you know, unbelievable university. I mean, Yost Ice Arena, in my mind, is the best place to play college hockey with, you know, the best fan base. And, um, you know, I mean, growing up as a kid, you know, you saw the, the winged helmet. And um, so, I mean, it was just kind of a dream come true for me. And, um, you know, I mean, I cherished every moment that I was on that campus. Great answer. What is your, so it's like, this can be anything. I mean, I'm sure there's probably a bunch, but what's your favorite memory like from being at Michigan? Like, it doesn't even have to be hockey related. Like I know just the campus alone is amazing. The culture, the off-campus life, everything about Michigan is top five college in the country, right? So I'm sure there's a lot of different things that come to mind. But like what would you think is one of your favorite memories from there? Um, you know, I mean, there are so many. Um, you know, I mean, even, you know, there's a lot of ups and downs while I was there, you know, with the whole yeah. – COVID-19 thing and um, I mean to be honest I mean we even had you know a great year that year Um, I mean obviously you know it kind of made things different and um, you know you were kind of you know just with the guys the whole time but um, we had so much fun just being together every night and um, but you know I think my uh, my favorite memory is probably just going to the Frozen Four Um, especially for me you know being able to go to Boston for that it uh, it was kind of just a surreal moment and um, you know, I mean, unfortunately, we fell a little bit short, but, um, you know, I mean, we also won the Big Ten, you know, went to Minnesota and had pretty much a sold out crowd there. And I mean, the place was just, you know, absolutely rocking. And, um, and you know, we were able to come out with the win and, you know, bring a title back to uh, Ann Arbor. So, um, you know, the end of last season was, you know, definitely probably the thing that will you know, forever stick out most for me. Yeah, that's yeah, makes sense for sure. So for representing USA at world juniors, what was, you know, maybe some of the cooler experiences or other players that you really gelled and bonded with throughout that experience? Yeah. You know, uh, you know, I was fortunate when I went to, uh, world juniors, I was able to be with, you know, a couple of my good buddies, you know, Zegras, Caulfield, Turcotte, Yorkie. Um, you know, I mean, we all played at the, uh, development program there for two years together so um, I mean it was great to just be back with them and you know spend some more time and um, then I got to know you know some other guys that I didn't really know too well before like you know Oliver Wallstrom and you know Matias Samuelson who are unbelievable guys and uh, great hockey players and um, you know I mean it was uh, it was a really fun trip you know obviously we fell you know short of what we wanted to you know obtain there but um, you know, at the end of the day, it'll still be, you know, an unbelievable experience that, you know, I'll be able to tell, you know, hopefully my grandkids someday. Um, so, yeah, like I said, it uh, was obviously not the uh, outcome we were looking for, but still a great experience. Yeah, I mean, just to be able to put that jersey on and know that you were one of the top 20 American players in your age group, right? I mean, like, that's got to be something that you can tell your grandkids and they can tell their grandkids about one day. I still, yeah. my, like, you know, I, my fiance's grandfather he tells me all the time just about stories of like his cousin who played in the nhl still and things like that so like i think those those stories with with that will go on a lot longer i think than you think really yeah 100 and you know like you said i mean just being able to put on you know the usa jersey is you know it's an experience unlike any other you know i mean you represent you know so much more than yourself at that point and um you know i mean just being able to go out for you know not only yourself and your teammates but you know for your country it's uh something we definitely all took a lot of pride in so um you know i mean whenever you're able to do that it's it's pretty special definitely so now that uh you had like the whole uh off-season training camp and everything 
What's the culture like in an NHL locker room, especially with the players you have there, like Bergeron, Arshan, like setting the tone? It's unbelievable. You know, I mean, everybody, you know, everybody's always talking about the culture inside the Bruins locker room and, you know, how that makes them so much different from every other, you know, franchise in the NHL. And, um, you know, to be able to experience that firsthand was unlike anything. Um, you know, I mean, from day one, you get there and, uh, I mean, everybody's coming up and talking to you. And, you know, like I said earlier, you, you always felt welcome. And, um, you know, it was never like you were out of place. And, um, you know, I mean, to be able to share the ice with those guys that, you know, I watched growing up and, you know, that will most likely someday be Hall of Famers was something that, uh, you know, I'll never forget. And, you know, I mean, even down here in Providence, um, you know, I mean, we have a young group, but still, you know, a great veteran leadership core. And, um, I mean, they've all been great. And, uh, you know, I mean, it all stems from up top and all the way from the players to management to, uh, you know, the people that, you know, work at the Garden and, you know, work at Warrior Ice Arena. Um, you know, I mean, everybody there is just so devoted to, uh, you know, succeeding. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's very obvious, you know, once you're a part of it, why they've had so much success. Um, and, uh, you know, it's it's definitely special to, uh, to you know, start to kind of get into that and, um, you know, kind of see myself as a part of it. Yeah, and hopefully you're going to be a part of it for a long time, right? I think we're all we're all very much so rooting for that. We we were from the start, but um, the you look at that right, and it's just I think that's why guys want to be in Boston. I think it, like it, it's one of the reasons every single person who plays for the Bruins or is around the organization talks about that. I think that has to be one reason that people love playing here, right? It's just that culture. Going into that, like down in Providence, like how does a guy like Chris Wagner help kind of bring that focus to like an AHL locker room, a guy who's just been there, been in the NHL, had success in the NHL and seems like from the outside, an awesome guy to just be around. Like how did, does he bring a lot of that like leadership to the locker room, I guess, in the AHL? Yeah, hundred percent. You know I mean? Uh, Wags is a great guy. And, um, you know, I mean, just by watching him, you know, every day in practice and in games, I mean, he works so hard. And, uh, I mean, there's so much you can learn from a guy like that. Um, you know, I mean, we have, you know, a bunch of guys on our team that, you know, have kind of been around the block and, um, you know, know the, the way that it all works. And, um, you know, I mean, like I said earlier, we have a, uh, you know, pretty young, you know, group that just came in and, um, you know, for us to have those guys kind of lean on in certain times and, you know, kind of pick their brains a bit is, is huge for us. You know, I mean, once you turn a pro, once you turn pro, I mean, it's, uh, it's no surprise that it's, you know, very different hockey and, um, you know, I mean, it's uh, it's a tough league. So, um, you know, I mean, like I said, just to have them there to kind of bounce ideas off over, just you know, dissect and learn from is is huge for us. So it's uh, it's pretty amazing. Awesome. Now, in the time that you spent with Boston through training camp and preseason, and even you know last year in the AHL and into this year, overall in your pro career thus far, what's been your favorite part, the things that you've enjoyed the most in the experience? Um, you know, I mean, I've enjoyed it all. You know, I mean, it sounds kind of cliche, but, you know, I mean, you enjoy going to the rink every day. Um, that is the, kinda... not to interrupt you, that is the classic hockey player answer. I was waiting yeah. for you to say, go to the um, rink every day. But I, yeah, no, right? it's, uh, it's pretty crazy. You know, I mean, we, uh, we go to the rink and, and practice and hang out with, you know, some of our best buddies and, you know, to be able to do that for a living is, you know, it's, it's incredible. And, um, you know, I think the, my favorite part so far is, you know, we've just been going through this whole training camp experience. Um, you know, I mean, I think it's, uh, you know, something I'll never forget going through my first one. And, um, you know, like we touched on earlier, you know, being around guys like Bergeron, Marshawn, um, you know, some of these prolific hockey players and, um, you know, just getting to know them. And, um, you know, it's, uh, it's been a, uh, you know, special year so far. And, uh, you know, I mean, I'm uh, looking forward to that. Uh, see how it goes. Awesome. And uh, to piggyback on that, who's been like your biggest mentor in the organization so far? Um, you know, I mean, there's been so many. Um, you know, I mean, like I said earlier, we have you know a really good veteran group down here in in Providence, and um, you know, we guys got have guys like Wags and you know Copenin who. Um, you know, really kind of play similar styles to myself. And, um, you know, I mean, they've really kind of helped me just kind of study their game and, you know, kind of learn from them, which has been huge. And then, um, you know, I mean, when we're up, I mean, everybody, you know, kind of just helps pick each other up and, you know, gives people tips along the way. 
I, mean, I played with Felino for a little bit there throughout training camp. And I mean, you know, he was, you know, second to none. He's an amazing guy. And, um, you know, kind of just helped me, you know, navigate through the training camp and gave me little tips here and there. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, there, there's so many guys that help us, you know, rookies throughout the, uh, throughout the course. So uh, we've, uh, we've been very fortunate so far. Awesome. We've peppered you with enough just Bruins and hockey questions now. <laughs> what it, What's your favorite thing to do just outside of hockey? Like where the golf, anything like that? Yeah. Um, you know, I'm in the off season. Um, you know, I love to go golf. Um, you know, there's nothing better than, you know, just going on the course with a couple of your buddies and, you know, just getting away for a bit and, um, you know, kind of forgetting about all the stresses you got going on in your life. Um, you know, I mean, I've never really wanted to do anything too crazy. Uh, I mean, big movie guy. Um, yeah, I mean, for the most part, just like to, you know, relax and, and hang with friends and family as much as I can. Oh, that's good. What Have you gotten to golf at all in Rhode Island yet? Um, I played I played a couple times, um, just at some small local courses. Uh, nothing too crazy, but, uh, you know, I got here at the end of last year. I didn't even end up bringing my clubs because um, it was just kind of so, you know, sudden and spur of the moment. And then, um you know, when we were here, I actually had to uh, take my clubs back home, had to ship them back with my parents because I had all my stuff out in my car uh, while we were in Boston for training camp because I wasn't sure where I was going to be living yet. And uh, they were taking up, you know, quite a bit of room in my uh, in my trunk. So I uh, <laughs> didn't really get out to uh, too much this year. But, you know, hopefully, you know, once the uh, weather changes again and, you know, the uh, the sun comes back out in a couple months, I'll uh, be able to get out with the guys. Yeah, got it. There's definitely there's good courses in Rhode Island. I know it's a small state, but there's definitely mm-hmm. some. There's Jake a is uh, yeah. He's a golfing connoisseur, so you'll definitely have to get him to take you somewhere <laughs> nice later in. Yeah, the, I could definitely, I could definitely get you guys on some decent courses over here. So we definitely golf as much as I can, two to three days a week, pretty much. But oh, no, I also don't I love play it. professional hockey, so I have a little bit more time. <laughs> <laughs> now, in the theme of the the holidays coming up and, you know, Thanksgiving being next week, a little fun question in here. What's your favorite Thanksgiving food? Oh, um, uh, I'd probably have to go with uh, stuffing. It's just, you know, one of those things that you don't eat ever unless it's thanksgiving and uh Fair. you know I <laughs> the underrated solid it. answer i didn't i didn't think that was close. yeah it is no, i mean we uh we had a little get together with the guys uh this past week and um because we're gonna be on the road for thanksgiving so uh we just wanted to get together and you know have all the wives and girlfriends there and uh somebody made some stuffing and um you know i mean i never realized you know how little you actually eat it but uh just how delicious it, delicious it is so i'll is there, uh, stick with that is there somebody on the team who's a, a pretty good cook that's uh, the popular guy at these events? Uh, we uh, we ended up, you know, just ordering food in um, and then guys brought some side dishes, but uh, it was all delicious. And, you know, we had uh, we had an unreal time. So awesome. that's always good. One of the questions that everyone always loves to know, who's the best dressed guy in Providence? Oh, man. <laughs> uh Jeez, I don't know. Heat for whoever doesn't pick, that's the fear of it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Vinny, Vinny Latieri is a pretty good dressed guy. He's uh, he's been around for quite a while in, in pro hockey, and uh, I'll uh, I'll go with him. He's got uh, he's got pretty good style both on game days and off days. So awesome. That was, honestly that was that was all the questions really we really had for you. We kind of like fired through. You, you can you ask him. Else? You can ask him your question. I know this one. Oh, all right. Yeah. No. I, yeah. This was this. I had one for you. So I. I just took my like CP level one coaching class and I actually, it's all virtual now because of COVID. So it was, I was in a New York state class and it was mostly like mm-hmm. upstate people. How available was ice time for you as a kid? Did you have trouble like getting ice time? Cause these guys, they were, they were saying like the cost of ice time up there. I mean, seven, eight times what it costs here. And I was like, Whoa, like, I couldn't believe it when they were talking about it and like how hard it is for them to get ice. And this, was that a problem when you were going through the system too, or not as much? Um, you know, I'm from a, uh, I'm from a pretty small town. So, uh, you know, throughout the summers, um, it's not the easiest thing ever to get ice, um, which is unfortunate. Um, I can't really, you know, spend too much time at home throughout the summers because of that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, when I was growing up, I, uh, I didn't really play too much in the summers, So, uh, never really affected me too much. I mean, I was always playing, you know, other sports and, and doing other things, having fun. But, um, yeah, I mean, I know, especially now, 
um, it's, it's definitely pretty tough, which, uh, which stinks, um, you know, cause I know how many people just love being out there, you know, yeah, middle yeah. of the week just to go blow off some steam, whether it's men's league or, you know, just, uh, a little skater on. So anything. Yeah. And it, what other sports did you play as a kid? That's one thing I try to stress uh, to like parents is stop like with the five teams and grinding their eight year olds down. Like there are sometimes it's like guys and like, it's, they, they can be a kid still at eight. They can still be a kid. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. I uh, I was big into soccer. I actually played varsity soccer uh, into my eighth grade and then freshman year uh, while I was still home. Um, I really enjoyed that. Played with some of my best buddies and, uh, you know, had a ton of fun. Um, and then, you know, when I was younger, I played, you know, baseball, lacrosse, you know, pretty much everything. Um, and, uh, you know, had a blast doing it. You know, it was always fun to, you know, put the skates up for a little bit and, you know, just, just get something else going. And uh, my brother was the same way. So uh, we always kind of played, you know, similar sports. And, uh, you know, I mean, we would always, you know, no matter what season it was, we'd, we'd always have something to bond over. So it was good. Awesome. Awesome, man. Do you guys have anything else for him? No, I just, uh, I guess I'll say, Johnny, I really appreciate you taking the time out of your schedule. I know you guys have weekend of some games coming up this weekend so good luck to you hope you guys you know keep trudging along there in providence and staying in the top spot there and stay healthy have a good rest of the year yeah, yeah no i uh really appreciate it thank you so much for coming on coming on thank you, good luck no worries guys thanks for having me uh-huh.